Welcome back, fans, to episode whatever of Across the Middle Podcast. Joining me again, Stephen and Bob. Steve? How we doing? Oh, we're no, back. Bob, wait. Steve? <laughs> no, that wasn't me. I was drinking water. I don't know who that was. Got it. Hey. <laughs> I guess I'm Bob. Does anyone want to hear a Disney song? I can show you the world. <laughs> Oh, I'm Steve. Don't sing that song. It's sensitive to me. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about week three. Or we'll do a quick recap of week two. Steve crushed us in our, our game. He's got five points where Hoover and I both have minus points. Um, Hoover's only minus one and I'm minus seven. So right. not, not great. Not great for me. Um, and Steve, well done. Good job, was, uh... you, Steven. Yeah, I led off with Las Vegas at uh, Pittsburgh. A lot of people would have thought, you know, Pittsburgh had that. But I also will say that I led off, I think, next with the uh, New Orleans-Carolina pick and said I was proud of Winston and, whoops, <laughs> put, put, put the contacts back in. But, no, yeah. that was fun. Got my challenge right against uh, Cleveland, the 12-and-a-half. And I did uh, – the Atlanta I lost, though. Yeah, Tampa you were going two on the week. Yep, yep. But then uh, the eleven I got with Green Bay, so it was it was good. Uh, before we jump into week three, what were you guys' takeaways from week two? Um, I'll, go, I'll go first. Go ahead, There's Steve. a lot of parity in the league. Uh, Minnesota's one kick away from being one and one. Uh, I just had a feeling Tennessee was going to go up and beat Seattle. We both said that they would cover. Um, because I, I think everyone was thinking, oh, Tennessee's not off to a good start. Same with Buffalo. They went and beat the crap out of Miami. Miami held New England. I mean, you, you start comparing games to games. There's just a lot of parity in the league right now. And, I mean, yes, there's some 2-0 and o teams, but they all seem beatable. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought a lot of teams had bounce backs. Like Green Bay went from looking like crap to looking really good. Um, and then New Orleans went from looking really good to looking like crap. And that's kind of just, it, I don't know, not every team was the same team two weeks in a row. And that was kind of the most surprising or not surprising, but like, oh, okay. I'm not sure what this team is yet. We, I need to see him a couple more weeks to really figure it out. Yeah. My, my takeaways were, so there's a couple teams I thought were going to be good that are not. Jacksonville being one of them, Atlanta being another. And then uh, Tennessee, shockingly, was decent last week. Minnesota, shockingly, was decent last week as well. So I, I think in reverse, I thought Jacksonville was going to be a good team. They're not. I thought Atlanta was going to be a good team. They're not. And then Minnesota and Tennessee, although Minnesota's 0-2, I think Minnesota's overall a bad team. So time will tell. But – I agree with Steve. I think the league is at a good spot. There's a few elite teams. Everyone else seems like they're, they can easily lose a week no matter who they play, which is exciting. I think it's good for the league. I agree. Um, so let's kick it off. I think let's we'll do, do this. We'll do this like golf where every, uh, every week is a new hole. Um, Cause we did a linear draft. So, uh, Steve won, so he gets to tee off or last, or no, I guess it's the reverse of golf, isn't it? Yeah, do I, do I have honors? You have do you honors. want to do that? Do we do it yeah, like I'll, golf? 
or yeah. reverse the goal. Um, let's yeah, let's let's give me honors. You know, okay, you, you win and you get the pick first. That sounds good. And ooh, this is I'm looking at the sheet right now. Um, this is tough. Okay, so reverse the goal. I'm no, just no, no, no. Go ahead. No. Um, <laughs> you know what? Let's let's keep let's keep rolling sevens. I'm rolling with them right now. Las Vegas <clears throat> minus four against Miami. Um, fun fact: I almost could have been at this game, but oh. my conference was canceled, so I will not be flying out there Friday. But yeah, Vegas, uh, Miami looked very lost. Don't know how two is going to be. That's a flying across the country game for them. Vegas is rolling, even with uh, Josh Jacobs getting hurt. So I think they uh, Vegas covers and beats Miami by at least uh, their minus. It's Vegas minus four for the listeners, but uh, I think Vegas covers that. Are you surprised by the Raiders so far this season? Because I am. I don't think Pittsburgh's as good. At, like I said, I saw them play Buffalo. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be that good this year. Um, and Las Vegas came back on that uh, Monday night game. Sadly, I was flying back, but I saw the highlights, and they kind of caught momentum right at the end. Um, like I said, I, it's hard to tell right now, even though they're 2-0. and I just think Miami's in a lot of trouble right now. Like, getting blown out 35-0 to at home and losing your quarterback, that offense looks terrible. The AFC West is going to be really good. The Raiders and the Broncos, arguably the two worst in the division, are 2-0. and Chiefs and Chargers, 1-1 one one each. That's yeah, wild. That, that division's surprisingly uh, competitive this year. That, that hasn't been for a little while as competitive mm-hmm. as it seems this week. I, I think the most surprising thing about the Raiders is, well, Derek Carr is playing really great so far. I mean, it's only two games in, but he's he's playing really well. That's not the most surprising part. The most surprising part is actually that their pass rush is alive. They haven't had, yeah. I feel like, a pass rush uh, for, I don't know, five years. Mm-hmm. Since they since they traded Mac. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, since that trade, they haven't had a pass rush, and the pass rush is there. Yeah. All right, who who do you got? I am going to select my ride or die team, Arizona minus seven versus Jacksonville, and I'm taking Arizona minus seven. I yeah, that's, um, a, that's a game you're going to be watching, so you might as well. I will a little bit. absolutely be watching this. Uh, thrilled, to, thrilled to watch it. I just don't think Jacksonville's there yet. I think this team needs seven weeks to feel somewhat comfortable. Uh, I think Kyler Murray is an MVP candidate. Without a doubt, he has looked amazing so far this season. Uh, I love what they've done on defense. They've added so much speed at linebacker. Their receiving core is actually deep and good. Their running backs will continue to be bad. And then um, Jacksonville is just a big question mark. That team has a lot of things to figure out, which is discouraging. And um, I rewatched the game they had last week versus the Broncos. And uh, I thought Trevor played good. He just doesn't – they don't move the ball as well as they should. I think the offensive line's weak. He makes some good throws, but he also makes a lot of bad mistakes. Um, pretty confident he leads the league in uncatchable passes at like 30-something percent, which is not <laughs> ideal. Uh, a lot but of he throwaways. Makes some, some amazing throws. So 
it's going to be an interesting game. I think Arizona is going to continue to roll and take away a win and also cover. Yeah, Arizona, they are 2-0, and um, and Kyler's looked great. They've played the Titans in Week 1 and the Vikings in Week 2. I don't know if either of those are uh, top 10 defenses, So, and Jacksonville's yeah. not not a top 10 defense, so they should continue to roll. I like I like that bet. If I was going to put anything on one, I, I would take that until Jacksonville proves otherwise. Yeah, yeah, you need to see it first. Mm-hmm. Steve, got anything? Uh, it's Arizona looks good so far. Jacksonville, I'm like I said, I I was never sold on Trevor Lawrence. I know it's still early, but he looks lost out there from what I'm watching. Um, all right, for my game, I'm going to take Atlanta at uh, the New York Giants. The Giants are favored by three, and I'm going to take the Giants uh, minus three. Atlanta's look like crap, similar to what you just said, who until Atlanta shows me that they can stop somebody and also score, I'm going to take the Giants. I think the Giants lost on Thursday night, so they had a long week of prep. Um, Giants have actually looked okay. I thought they looked like the better team Thursday night against Washington. Um, Daniel Jones, he got he had that long run that was called back on a bogus holding call, which I think kind of turned the tide of that game. Atlanta, actually their running game has been kind of what's their no-name running back group has been better than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan hasn't played very well, so uh, I'd be interested to see if Matt Ryan kind of can figure it out this week. I have uh, some thoughts on this game, and uh, I think Atlanta's going to get the first win. I do, but they do need to fix a lot of things because right now they're giving up the most points in the NFL. They've given up 80 points so far. It's been two weeks. That's 40 points a game. That's horrible. So I'm not a huge fan of the Giants' offense. I think they're, they've taken a lot of injuries. This team doesn't seem like they're on the right path. And uh, not that Atlanta does, but I would rather just take the underdog in a game where two teams are 0 2, and who knows with the any of the, either of these teams. I don't have anything. Um, no, uh, Atlanta just, yeah, like I said, they're they're god awful right now on defense and 80 points. Off, yeah, the offense isn't obviously they're they're going three and out. It's, it's just demoralizing, but like I said, I'm, it's in the NFL. That just seems like a trap game for me. So I kudos to you, Bob, for leading off with it. But I'm gonna <laughs> go with my I'm gonna go with my second. Um, I'm gonna take Tennessee covering minus five against Indy. You love Tennessee. I love him. I love Derrick Henry. Stop it. I like Derrick Henry. I love Tannehill. I, I love that his career is – I mean, you don't you just don't see that much anymore, guys, like, you know, going and sucking for six years in one place and then, you know, going and being a backup and getting another chance and actually doing well with it. Thanks, Adam. Dirk Warner. But, yeah, he Drew went to – Drew Brees, what, even. What, he, uh, yeah, well, he was at the Rams, won a Super Bowl. Then he went to the Giants, sucked. Then he went to Arizona and took him to the Super Bowl. Lost, but he was but... he he was always starting though wherever he went. Like Tannehill had to wait for Mariota to get hurt. And God, what a freaking yeah, win that was! Bad. For... He didn't start uh, originally as a Rams. No, um, he didn't start as originally as a Rams. But what I'm saying is, like you know, Tannehill then went somewhere as a backup. 
Okay. And then had are, to wait. You guys are burying the lead. There was a guy who was drafted in the sixth round. Wasn't expected to be anything. I'll stop it. Didn't didn't play in year one, and then came. Yeah, but on. that's similar to Kurt Warner. Like <laughs> as soon as he became a starter, he's been the starter. Yeah, but I do like Tennessee. Um, I, from what I'm read, I think today Carson Wentz injured both his ankles on the same play. So probably, which is weird. Like he's never hurt Iron Man. Like he'll bounce back, I'm sure this week. But like I said, Indy, Indy's looking. I think he was on the sidelines just drinking water when it happened. Yeah, Indy's a ship. I said last week they're trying to figure out who they are, and I think that ship is sinking very quick for them in that division. Who is going to win that division? Is Houston? Is Tennessee? I think Tennessee is going to run away with it as time goes on. I, I I said last week I think they needed to go up to Seattle, you know, crowd against them, get the running game going, and Derrick Henry looked like everything everyone thought he was. He's watching him, watching him run sometimes is just like just pre-snap him in the backfield doesn't even it looks like a madden created character you're just <laughs> steve it's one-on-one it's practice you have to tackle derrick henry how many times before you f- actually bring him down 15 me, reps me Eight? today yeah i'm bigger than i've ever been okay but well so but, am i but that's not a good thing no but <laughs> As I'm watching, one person has his shirt off, one person has his shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> how, many, how, yeah. how many yards is he getting a head start on me? It's like a five-yard, just like a normal it's... drill. Steve, Don't how about you it. tell us a, a situation where you think tackle him, and we'll tell I, you if you're right or wrong. I think I could get him down within the first five. Five? Oh, my God. I think it'd take me like 22 at least. But if it's like, but remember the sideline drills, if it's like he's got like a 10-yard head start at an angle and I have to pursue him at an angle. That's what I'm talking about, sideline drills. Okay, well, that's what I asked. Then I don't know, but I'm probably going for the legs every time. (laughs) Yeah, the the move is to grab his foot and just hold for dear life. If I can get his ankle as he's hurtling over me and pushing down on me. (laughs) Mm. But no, he's fun to watch. I love that roster. The I'm going to uh, take the horse collar tactic. I, I'm going to take him down illegally. It's a business decision. I'm not getting in front of him. That's fair. That counts. But I, I just don't, I don't see how I track him down and I don't see how I avoid the stiff arm. So how do I even get to the, <laughs> how do I get to the horse collar technique? I don't know. It makes you know, it... we'll, we'll, we'll worry about that when we get there. Yeah. Oh, I see. I, I like how I can already see who Bob's taking or Hoover. I'm, <laughs> whoever's I'm messing go with, next. Whoever's mis- messing with the sheet here. <laughs> I'm going to take Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's at home, minus four and a half. And I'm taking the underdog. Cincinnati Bengals minus plus four and a half. Uh, That's they, another they one were, of your teams. Yeah, they are one of my teams. I'm going to ride with them all year. Yeah. They're an underdog. Pittsburgh looks horrible. Joe Burrow was awful last week, but I think he's going to rebound. And um, that's all. I just, I like them to score enough points to cover this. And um, I really hope Joe Burrow can fix whatever he's dealing with because it, it sucks. He was great week one. He looked horrible at week two. Jamar Chase looks awesome. Uh, their defense is pretty solid. And um, I think Big Ben should never play another NFL game. 
<laughs> he's so bad. Take that, Pittsburgh. Uh, I think his O-line's pretty weak right now. Yeah. That's what's letting him down. Is uh, TJ Watt going to be healthy for this game? Do we know? I know he got I don't, dinged I don't up think last so. week. Um, yeah, if he's not playing, I think I think Cincinnati has a better chance of moving the ball effectively. Pittsburgh's defense and is going to really carry that team this year. I think yeah. they... I think they need to stop relying on Ben to throw the ball 40 plus times a game. I'm with you on that one, Hoover. I don't think he should not play, but he throws it 40, 45 plus every game. And I think, I think that's just wearing on him. I think, I think the problem is for Pittsburgh, their offensive line isn't generating enough push in the run game. Najee Harris is one of the best, you know, running backs in the league. I think he's one of the top 15. I know he's young, but I think he has the potential to be one of the, you know, the he ones looks that we talk awesome. about potentially the best in the league. But that if you don't have an offensive line that's going to win and they're not generating push, like, it's not fair. And then Big Ben has one of these ticks where he doesn't like to do play action. So other than in the shotgun where he can still look downfield while he's faking, he doesn't do play action at all. So when it's a run you almost always know it's a run because they don't do it otherwise. Yeah. Um, That's and a the offensive line's not winning. So they're not going to be able to run the ball effectively, I think, with Big Ben there and that O-line. And so he's going to continue to pass the ball 30 Do we, do we think Pittsburgh's making the playoffs? Because I don't. I, I, said I think no. they're going to be. Yeah, I had them out of the playoffs at the beginning of the season. I do think Mike Tomlin is – one of the most underrated head coaches though. Yeah, that's fair. Uh Bob, who are you picking? Um, I'm actually gonna do it's I'm gonna take uh might be a surprise to you guys, but I'm gonna take okay. the game of the week. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay at the uh Los Angeles Rams. And I'm you're basic you're basically just picking a winner on this one, folks. Yeah, the Rams are favored by one point. So unless there's a tie, yeah, at home. Unless there's a tie, it doesn't matter. But I'm, I think the Rams, they rely on a run game within that offense, and I think Tampa Bay has the front to slow them down. So I'm taking Tampa Bay to win that game. Ooh, juicy. Their their run defense is amazing. It's because I think it's because of Devin White. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> no, I actually looked at his grade while I was waiting on this pod to start, and yeah, what uh, is it? It, it, it's not good for okay. your best linebacker in the league. I think he's right. somewhere in the 50s as far as linebacker ranking. That's fine. And but uh, they... his between run defense, pass defense, and uh, pass rush defense, mm-hmm. his best grade by far, which is what I called when we talked about it, is his pass yeah. rush. It, that's in the 70s. The, everything else is in the 50s. I don't get it. It's two weeks. It's two weeks. He will get great. I'm a lot watching better. their games, and he looks amazing. He's everywhere. So, whatever. <laughs> We're saying different things. Steve, uh, this is the game of the week. Let's talk about this really quickly. I, uh, I think this is going to be where we're going to see in the playoffs. Matthew Stafford has looked everything as Rams fans were hoping he'd be. And um, Tom Brady is just Tom Brady. The guy's amazing. 
Uh, one thing that I'm interested to watch is the Rams receivers versus Tampa's corners. They've been banged up, and they might have a few more injured guys. Carlton Davis is was questionable last week. He might be questionable again this week. So I'm wondering how that depth shakes out versus the Rams receiving core. And then um, how is the, uh, the Tampa Bay offensive line going to hold up against Aaron Donald would be it's going to be interesting. So I'm excited about this game. Really excited. Should be a good game. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, Brady just he ad- he adjusts to everything. So even though you got Aaron Dar- Donald up the middle, I mean Brady's just going to find ways to throw it out to the sideline quick, or you know, and then bait him in, let him think he's going to get a big sack, and then toss it over the top of him to Fournette on a screen. I mean, it's going to come down to coaching a lot. And Brady, you know, he seems to always play well in the primetime games or the uh, the highlight games. So I-, I think Tampa Bay wins that game too. Can, can we talk about this real quick? I know it's only been two weeks, but but Tom Brady's 44 years old. I know. Oh, so, he's so, 44 so. years old, and he's grading out, like, by far, the best quarterback in the league so far. And he's his 44 rel- years old. His release has gotten quicker, which that's that was what made Marino so good. I mean, he's just he's just so smart and, like, I think now, like the last four years, just being like, wow, that dude's over 40. You just start really appreciating everything he does. But he doesn't take hits because if it's not there immediately, he knows and throws it away. He doesn't gunslinger like Favre or Romo did where it's like, hey, let me hold on to this for five more seconds. And then you get blindsided. So he doesn't take those shots. He just his release is so quick that even if, you know, they are right there, it's just he gets it out so quick. And it's only gotten faster, and I think that's just going to help him keep a longer career. He's healthy, and it, it's he knows every – he's seen it all. Yeah. It's I, crazy. It is I got, wild. I get sore playing basketball like twice a week. <laughs> I get sore watching people play basketball right now. <laughs> you should – I sent you that TikTok a long time ago, Hoover, with him. and like he I don't just, have TikTok. I sent you a video of something where he looks oh. like where you look like him or like he gave like a little oh, face. Thank you. But um Thanks. <laughs> he, he's just so healthy and stretches and like I mean it it is it's so impressive. I'm 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 with you. It's like, you know <laughs> I'll chase something in my yard like a bag going away and I'm sore for like a week. Yeah. Banged up. Yeah. All right, I got one more thing on this game. And it's not okay. even really on this game, but it's just somebody involved in this game. It's, a, it's mm-hmm. a tip of the cap and a wag of the finger. Um, the Monday night um, Manning and Manning broadcast with Rob Gronkowski so cameo. Bad. I want to watch this. The Rob Gronkowski cameo. Rob Gronkowski is hilarious in there talking with Peyton. So a tip of the cap to that conversation. If you haven't listened to it, go just watch the clip of them just talking but a wag of the finger to espn allowing the shittiest audio it it steve's audio in these pods sounds amazing compared to the audio they allow on espn it is ridiculous you i I just don't know what the hell they're doing so i'm not even funded by disney so (laughs) i mean it's obviously like coming in from a zoom meeting or like a zoom call but it's ridiculous. I, I, 
that's the only bad part about uh the Manning and Manning broadcast. I want to watch this. So between ESPN with the, I guess the audio, and what was that uh high school that Bishop Sankey or Bishop uh Bishop, Bishop Moore. Sa- Bishop, Bishop Sankey is a running back. Oh yeah, Bishop 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 Moore High School, where like the head coach had a warrant out for his arrest. Yeah. Amazing. How did that get through? That's a whole other topic, but I guess ESPN's just batting a thousand this year. They're not even trying anymore. You know the name. Tune in. Yeah. Disney, yeah, ESPN's. I don't whatever. Know. I don't like. I, I like the Manning and Manning. No, I do I too. It's great. I I appreciate it. Steve. All right, Steve, you're up. All right, um, I'll take the first primetime game here. I'm going to take a Carolina seven and a half tomorrow. Who Carolina look, uh, Houston. Tyron Taylor is looking to be out. Going to be a rookie quarterback in there. Uh, they've also lost Nick Collins on the offense or Nico Collins. I mean, I know he wasn't like making a big impact yet, but he was playing their backside X. So it's just going to be brand taking Brandon cooks out of it with a rookie um, quarterback. So I think Houston, I think Carolina goes in short week and beats them by at least 10. Carolina looks good. Yeah. Carolina has looked good so far. This, this, it's only been two weeks, but they have looked really good, uh, much better than they did last year. I'm happy for is, Sam Darnold. Yeah, which is funny because, I mean, Sam Darnold's got a much better cast of crew around him than he did in with the Jets. Um, but Teddy Bridgewater, who was there last year, actually looks much better than he did also. So it's, it's kind of funny. Both of them moved on to other teams and both have looked a lot better, in my opinion than where they were previously. Uh, the um, Panthers' defense lead the league in points against. 21. Nice. That's low. That's low. Houston's been surprisingly competitive, though, I think. Yeah, but with Davis Mills at starting quarterback, that's a problem. Yeah, in a short week. He doesn't have a full week to get the starting reps, which he wasn't getting earlier. Apparently I the Pats were going to take him. If they didn't get Mac Jones, he had one of the quickest uh, releases in terms of like time to throw in college football last year. That's the only thing I would say. He's at least processing quickly. Well, we'll see how he does this game. That seems like a bullet dodge, in my opinion. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have a lot of starting reps at Stanford. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Good pick there, Steve. By the way. This is the layup of all layups that I was just hanging out there and nobody was going to take, so I'll take them. Uh, Seattle versus Minnesota. Minnesota's at home. Seattle's favored by one. One point? It's a pick em? It's a pick em. Are you kidding? Hey, ties um, happen. Minnesota's one of the teams that I just hate this year. And uh, I'm the worst with these colors. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I mean Minnesota I'm I'm gonna bet against Minnesota every week. Like I'm gonna take Arizona every week and Cincy every week. That's just those are my teams. And Seattle's just a, a veteran team who's gonna win this game on the road and won't be threatened in Minnesota where nobody's really a fan of the actual team. Um Seattle sorry, Jordan. Is, sorry, Jordan. He's not even in Minnesota though, so 
Uh, Seattle has been a an interesting team. I, I kind of anticipate that this is Pete Carroll and Russ Wilson's last year together. And I kind of I'm holding myself to that. I think that's actually going to happen. I feel good about that. So that's my pick. That's a trap game to me because a trap well, game. Yeah. What? What's Seattle I, lost last week? I know, and I, I a lot of people didn't think they'd lose at home. You know, it's just to me, it's like, is Minnesota really going to open up zero and three? Yes, because they, they suck. But if they don't open up zero and three, is Seattle really going to open up one and two? Minnesota's horrible. They're not making the playoffs. They've they're they're a bad team. They've been in both games. I mean, I think they're like two field goals away from being two and zero. Well, they crawled back into last week's game. They've given up 61 points, which is one of the highest in the league. This team is not good. This Dalvin would, this would good. be one. This would be one I I would challenge on a normal week, but uh, I'm I'm going to be a little too superstitious. Kirk Cousin has a history of having his worst game of the season every season in week three. What? He almost that's talked. such a. It's a weird thing. His like week three stats are uh, god awful. He's okay. Averages like three interceptions. Well, can't argue with that. Yeah, you got me. (laughs) Hear that, everybody? You got to sit, sit, Kirk Cousins this week. (laughs) Now, when it when he comes out and shits the bed, you're gonna be like, "It's the week three, man. It's the week three curse." Does this guy like you're drafting him in fantasy? Does this guy have two bye weeks? (laughs) Uh, yeah it's a good one all right bob yep i am up i'm gonna take uh the game washington at buffalo buffalo is favored by nine points and i'm gonna take my darlings nine points is just a lot i think buffalo wins that game but um i think washington's defense is good enough to keep it close and uh, Taylor Heineke didn't look that bad. Uh, had, so, yeah. They had a, lo- I, they had a long week. Uh, Buffalo had to fly back from Miami. So, I mean, that's not a terrible pick. Like I said, I think Buffalo wins. And, yeah. But I think it's closer. Yeah, I don't like the nine points. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffalo's not winning the AFC East. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Pats are. Well, go ahead and Buffalo pick doesn't in. look good. No, I actually – they they haven't looked as good. I mean, I know they just came off their like biggest win in like fifty years or whatever. Um, but that's because Miami just could not pass protect for brisket or whatever. Brissette brisket. Oh, I like brisket. A barbecue, I do a too. barbecue dish. I like that way better. Jacoby brisket. I'll take uh, <laughs> two of those, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. I, Josh Allen has not played uh, as nearly as well as he did last year. Um, so it's only two weeks. I know I'm going to keep saying that, but uh, yeah, I don't think, he, I don't think Washington's a good football team either. I, I don't think like them. They're, this year. I think they're very average to, to slightly below. They should have drafted a quarterback. They, they screwed that up. Yeah. Well, I enjoy, I enjoyed the game. I was at the uh, Buffalo Miami game. Oh, yeah, you were at another Buffalo game. That's the last one for a while. I okay. was going to say, I was going to say, uh, the reason we couldn't get Steven out to LA 
this week is because the listeners just haven't been sending in enough five-star reviews. That's it. That's it. So what, what, what was Miami like? You were there. That's a, I will say this. It's a really nice stadium. I've been there for the Orange Bowl now when A&M played North Carolina, and this was my first pro game. I really like the stadium. I think they, there's not a bad seat in there. They didn't overbuild it, if that makes sense. I think they kind of know there's still a mixed crowd, but uh, it's a good stadium. It's really nice. Is that a racial slur? What? I heard it. A mixed crowd? Well, I mean, it's always going to be a mix of home and away fans because it's a Florida team. But I was going to ask about the um, the environment. Well, who has a better environment, Buffalo or Miami? Oh, Buffalo for sure. But it's just like I think it was just the area I was in was the club seats. But um, Miami, like I said, it's just it's like going to a Jacksonville game. There's a lot of Buffalo fans there. A lot. I would well, say Buffalo is a big city. It, <laughs> I would say it was probably at least 40, 45% Buffalo. I would, I would think it has a, has more to do with um, the mafia when they get into the witness protection. They send most of them down to Miami. <laughs> down to Miami. Yeah. yeah. I like that. All right. Well, thanks, Steve. Uh, who are you taking? <laughs> yeah, um, ooh, I already got my primetime picked. So... Sorry, Hoover, but uh, I'm going to take your Pats minus three over New Orleans. And New England's at home. Yeah. And Gillette. Mm -hmm. And I think Winston, you know. He sucks. (laughs) Ask Green Bay. Yeah, we'll we'll just have to see. I mean, this is a big test for him. That's a big game. New England, it's going to be a good crowd up there. The weather's still nice. But right now, Mac Jones is... Got the, the crowd is behind him 100%. New England's behind him 100%. They always run the ball well. You know, it's just – it's Belichick. It's Belichick with a new prodigy, and I think it's just – they're just going to heat up. <laughs> do I think they're so, going to win the AFC East? I don't know, but I do think it's going to be – it's going to be a two-horse race between you and Buffalo. New England fans are nothing but supportive. We always ride yep. or die with our guys. That's yeah. right. Whoever the team picks in the draft – Instantly, you're going out That's buying our, that jersey. You never absolutely. doubt it. Never wavered. Mac Jones is our guy. He looks amazing. He looked even better this week. So he made some throws that are just oh baby. I, uh, I like him. I I watched that game. I actually thought he didn't look that good. Okay, well you're an idiot. Um, I'm going to take. He, there was there was a couple times he he there was some passes that should have been intercepted that didn't. Couple times. Yeah. Okay. He he looked he looked like a rookie to me. Have when you, you guys, seen the other when rookies? You, when you forced the quarterback on the other team uh-huh. to throw four interceptions, and then you have That's a right. crazy run that went for like 30 yards that was all on the running back and you guys only scored Just 22 amazing. points that's a rookie quarterback he, he's he's managing the situation yeah that four interceptions you guys well, had on, so many more possessions that that's you on, guys should have i disagree that's on zach wilson zach wilson throws four interceptions i mean you can only play with the field you're given and you know if you're starting inside jets territory every time you're not gonna with a rookie quarterback you're not no you're not gonna go down there and be like all right let's Aaron Rodgers, 35-yard this right into the back of the end zone, you know. Let him see stuff. Let him see blitzes. Let him, you know, get some more game experience. You know, don't be shy to run the ball, take the field goal, and get out of there. No point to go out there and make him throw it 
you know, all the way to the end zone. And then, you know, he throws an interception, kills his confidence. I think with, I think they played the turnovers perfect with that for, you know, like you said, a rookie quarterback doesn't mean he looked right. like it, but, but he only, no, he did. He only had four, eight incompletions. He threw the ball 30 times. That's not terrible. So he had two compl- incompletions a quarter. That's, you know, there's drops. I didn't watch the game, but, you know, I don't think he I played. watched it. He, he looked much better than Zach Wilson. I'm, I'm not saying that. In comparison, think, he looked much can, better. I don't think you can fault them for starting on a short field with four interceptions. I'm not, I'm not faulting them. I'm saying when you yeah, your defense generates four turnovers and you get four extra possessions, you should you should probably put more points on the board. Hey, Bob. You can't go broke taking a profit. And that's what they do. They dink and dunk down the sideline all day long. And they just put points on the board that let the defense play. All right. Well, when you go that's, up against a team want, that can score 17 points like Miami, that's when you get beat 17-16. <laughs> fair. That's fair. I yeah. remember that. Okay. Good talk. We're moving on to Sunday night. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Bum, 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 bum. Green Bay at San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are favored by four at home. This is a mistake because Green Bay is a better team. They should be favored by one or two points in this game. And San Francisco has given me all these bad vibes. These bad juju vibes. I don't know who's going to be their running back. Uh, They're weird at receiver. I said this last week. They need to figure out their receiving core situation. Jimmy Garoppolo looked bad last week. And Green Bay looked amazing. And Aaron Rodgers is back. Yeah, this was this was a tough one. This was actually my least favorite of the games of the primetime games, the Thursday night, Sunday night, this Monday night game. game. No, no, it will be. I meant I meant for our draft. No, no. I love this game. This when, is the best how? of those games. This is a layup. Uh, yeah, Bay's I don't know. Gonna win this outright. Yeah, uh, Green Bay looked really, really good in Week One, and then only looked okay in Week Two. Oh no, wait, that's not right. They looked like shit in Week One. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. Green Bay could easily lose that game. At halftime, that was anybody's game against Detroit. They just had a great second game for Green Bay. They're gonna show out. Yeah, maybe. I still think Kyle Shanahan's the better coach. I know the better quarterbacks in Green Bay, but uh, I don't know. Okay. If it was if it was even, would you still take Green Bay? If it was even, I think I'd take San Fran. Yeah, I'm taking Green Bay unless they're favored by like two and a half. Gotcha. I would also take Green Bay if it was even. Plus, it's four points. You get that. You get across the number three, which is important for gambling. Thank you. That's a goodie. Bob, who are you taking? Mm-hmm. Um. <sighs> Yeah, this is tough. All right. Well, Don't I already think too hard. know I'm getting the last, Monday. Last week. I know. I'm getting the Monday night game already, so I can I can hold that off. I'll take I'm gonna take the New York Jets in the Denver game. You don't and like the ten and a half? Oh. The the Denver is 
favored by ten and a half points, which is a lot of points. And so I'm going to take the Jets. That's a mistake. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate the pick at all. I hate it. <laughs> Challenge it then. No Get way. Get out with your colors. <laughs> you just have funky colors. It don't make sense. Whatever. Keep them in the same hue. You have them on different levels. It's confusing. Anyways. Yeah. Do you really think the Jets have a shot in this game? To win? Sure. No, I, I think Denver's you think garbage is too time good. Happens? I just think it I don't I don't know. I just think that uh it's the NFL and ten and a half is a lot of points. I'll take the ten and a half. Okay. Um the the Jets are not scoring ten points in this game. So the Jets have scored twenty points all season. And the Broncos have given up 26, which is like a second, the third best in the league. Yeah, they played the Jags. Vic Fangio's defense is great versus It is great. <laughs> this is going to be a problem for Zach Wilson. Challenge it that. Ten and a half is a lot of points. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh... There it is. Ridiculous. <laughs> you couldn't write a better script. No, I think I think Denver wins this game. Um, t- I tell you what, Teddy Two Gloves has looked good so far. Gordon yes. Sutton. What a fucking goofy good. guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, Two Jerry gloves. Judy going down for Denver, and that, that offense is still cooking. Javante Williams is looking like clearly the better running back there to me. Me I don't too. know if you watched any of those games. Yeah, I watched he, it. T- he looks yeah. way better. He does. He's breaking a tackle nearly every time. Yeah. Melvin Gordon has has just looked like a guy, and Javante Williams has looked like a difference maker. I'm challenging it. I want Denver in this game. Put, put Talk me to you into it. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Jets I'll tell you what, though. You know who else looks good? Okay. Uh, Michael Carter. Yeah, he does. the Jets. <laughs> he does. Oh wait, I'm off. He actually I'm off looked my okay. Challenge. What'd you say? I'm off the challenge. I, I take it back. I'm kidding. I'm going. I'm going Denver minus ten and a half. I love it. I'm throwing them in a bunch of teasers too. I I dig it. Uh, Steven, who are you gonna take? Uh, this one I'm gonna take. Take the. Chargers to cover against Kansas City. Okay. Casey's favored by six and a half at home. Chargers have a good defense. They lost that late break against Dallas. Kansas City has kind of either had to come back or has had a comeback on them. I don't think the Chargers win the game, but I think it's more than six and a half or left by less than six and a half. I could see that being like a – and the Chargers usually (laughs) – I think I mentioned this last week. The Chargers are the team that lose games by like three points all the time. So I think the Chargers will lose this game. It'd be like something like 21-24. I like the Chargers this year. They look awesome. I do too. They played really good against Dallas. They played and they look good against Washington. Division For an game. Yeah. Yeah. I like that pick a lot. That's a good pick. Yeah, it was a tough one for me. Um, which one I which way I would go there? 
I mean, I could see Kansas City winning by a touchdown. Um, but the Chargers are good, so I could also see them winning that game. That wouldn't surprise me either. I'm going to – you have to pick the Monday night game. So there's Chicago versus Cleveland, Baltimore versus Detroit, and I'm taking Detroit here. And uh, Baltimore's on the road. They have nine and a half points. Detroit is at home. I just think it's too many points. Detroit's been a feisty team despite not showing up in the second half of last night's game. Sorry, Monday night's game versus Green Bay. And uh, Baltimore's coming off of uh, an all-time high win versus KC. And usually when that happens, in my opinion, the team has a letdown week, especially on the road being favored by nine and a half points. It seems like it's too much. And uh, Detroit's running game is good. Like, they're solid. I think they have a lot of potential to control the game and potentially even win this outright. So I'm taking Detroit. I don't hate it. Nine and a half is just a lot of points. Baltimore, I think, will win that game. Because yeah. I don't think Jared Goff is very good. Even even though he, he didn't look terrible. And, and maybe it has more to do with the fact that he just doesn't have a lot of weapons there. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of guys to throw to. And I think yeah. Baltimore's defense is tough. When you, when your guys aren't getting open, they're going to get after you. Mm-hmm. TJ so, Hawkinson, yeah. though, looks like a, a top two or three tight end in the league. He he looks like the only weapon he's got there consistently to me. He, and then he definitely dump off is. in the running back. But he looks awesome this so far this season. I agree. All right, Bob, who are you taking for Monday Night Football? Da-da-da. Philadelphia is on the road versus Dallas. Dallas is favored at home, minus four. Yeah, um, I'm going to take Dallas, minus four. Mm. Jalen Hurts actually has been playing really well, um, but I I like Dallas here. I'm going to take Dallas, minus four. Steve, how do you feel about your Cowboys? Uh, I... They'll give me a heart attack, so it's probably going to be closer, but I don't know. We'll find out. Like I said, we we were down six starters from week one, and we won, so it's, you just got to play next man up. I didn't get to watch any of the game. Um, I literally walked into the bar. We were out down in Fort Lauderdale as the game-winning field goal went in. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was like, well, <laughs> saves me the time. Is <laughs> um. I haven't really – I watched the Thursday night game. I haven't really – I've only watched one game of theirs so far. So, I mean, I know that's not a good fan, but I'm done going the games for at least till November. So, I'll get to, I'll get to watch them Monday night. I'll be off work too. So Amazing. Is, is Jalen Hurts just Jameis Winston? No. No, I think he's more mobile. I don't, I don't like that comparison at all. No. Here's my – here's my – reason for comparison they're both bad they both had one good week and then one bad week and this is the week that will help us decide who's good and who's not philly played well against san francisco and oh i don't think so i I mean i told you i didn't like them san francisco didn't look that good either but they both look like shit they're going down the injury road big time and quick but 
like I said, I'm I'm gonna start learning a lot more this week watching these games. So we'll cool. see. We'll see with Dallas. Uh, Tony Pollard looked great. Obviously, we could run the ball. He might be better than Zeke. Yeah, but he's grading I mean, out better than Zeke. He's grading out as the best running back in the NFL right now. He looks awesome. And Jalen Hurts, by the way, is uh, as, if you're interested in that grade, as far as just passing stats, he's grading out as the ninth best passer. But if you add in running ability, he is the second best quarterback in the league right now in terms of a grade. No way. I don't believe yes. that for a second. I mean, it's PF. PF. I know. I don't believe it. I'm not doing these grades. All right, let's do the last game. Oh, we got to do the, uh, the yeah, Chicago. Chicago versus Cleveland. Cleveland is at home, favored by seven and a half points. And uh, we are texting each other our picks. Yep. I'm ready when you guys are. Submitted. All right, ready? Three, two, one, submit. Love oh, it. wow. Okay. All right. Hoobie is uh, on, on the uh, isolation train yep. there. He's the only one who took Chicago in the points. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's – you get a touchdown and a point. So if they lose by a touchdown, you know, if they lose by one possession. I, I like Cleveland to win that game, but I do think it'll be close. Chicago's defense is great. It is, but I think I, – I like what I saw at Cleveland in the highlights this week against uh, Houston. I mean, Houston had Tyrone Taylor, but I think Chicago's in a similar situation. It's going to be Dalton or uh, Fields. I think they said Dalton was hurt and I'm he not is. sold. Yeah, I'm not sold on fields yet. We'll see. He didn't he he hasn't looked great. No, but they beat they beat Cincinnati. But they beat Cincinnati. So I mean they do have a good defense. Chicago always has a good defense, it seems. Chicago's defense looked legit and uh, I'm excited to see Justin Fields in a full game. And I, I think if it, I think Justin Fields will make it interesting. I do, which is why I picked him in seven and a half is a lot of points. So we'll see. All right, no guys. Challenge, no challenges this week. I challenged. No. Oh, yeah. yeah, one challenge. Who, who got challenged? I challenged. Yeah, I challenged. Well, thanks for joining. Uh, we'll be back next week, and I'm excited to uh, watch this week three. What, what game are you guys most excited about before we go? Other than my Browns game, um, mm-hmm. I think we already talked about Tampa Bay and versus the LA Rams. That's that's probably the game of the week. I'm excited for the, that game. It's obviously the game of the week. Um, but if I'm going to go with a one o'clock game that I'm really excited to uh, see how it pans out is actually New England, New Orleans, and then Tampa, LA, and then the Sunday, Monday night games are great. Yeah, I'm excited about this a Thursday night football game. <laughs> Carolina versus Houston. <laughs> no battle, of the, the battle of the old juggernauts. It's a couple of playoff teams. All right, guys, thank you for joining. We'll be back next week, and uh, we'll see you then. See you. Bye.